family. Welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara. And I should have said, welcome back to welcome Motherhood. Welcome back. Yes. And I know that you wanted to burst into song, Tara. I do. I cannot not hear the Welcome Back Cotter theme song whenever anybody says welcome back. <laughs> that ages us. A little bit. A little bit. But um, I'm okay with it. A lot. <laughs> It puts us in a certain generation because there are a whole bunch of parents and mothers Mm -hmm. who are listening to this podcast who've never heard of the TV show Welcome Back, Cotter, which, funny enough, Mm -hmm. is what got John Travolta started, actor John Travolta. So we have a generation of moms who've heard of Pulp Fiction and see and know John Travolta from that, but don't really realize that he was the man when he was Vinnie Barbarina. That's right. Vinny Barbarino, the OG, the OG. That's right. Had such a crush on him. Well, yeah, obviously most of us did. <laughs> so telling, actually. Yeah, a little right? bit, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, welcome back, Tara. Welcome back, podcast family, to season two. For those of you that are just joining us, Tara and I took a short hiatus to practice self-care and to take a break. We did the first season of this podcast complete straight through and we went through some stuff season one. Yes. Yes, we did. And if you listen to our big birthday extravaganza episode, which we released right before our hiatus, we took everybody through some of our best moments last year, which was super fun to relive. Yeah. So during season one, which of course we started this podcast during the pandemic, But during season one, we went through operations and COVID and kids going back to school, homeschooling, transitioning them back to school, you being in school. That's right. You started a new job. Correct. Lots of changes. We did have lots of changes. We did. And lots of changes will be in store for season two. Starting off, we wanted to catch up because it's been a few weeks since you and I were able to share space and share the microphone together. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what you've been doing in the last couple of weeks, how you have replenished your soul and yourself as we talk about self-care and kick off this new season. So share with me and share with our podcast family what your hiatus was like, T. Oh, yeah. So first of all, it's so good to see you. I can't believe we've gone. We literally haven't gone this long without seeing each other in a year. So it was kind of wild not to see you for a few weeks. I know. Yeah. (laughs) When you got here, it was funny because it was the theme song in the back of my mind as Uh I saw you at the door and I opened it and it was like I felt romantic music. (laughs) playing very nice meat cute it was it should have been a commercial (laughs) should have for sure but absolutely not yeah no we definitely reined it in because that's who we are we're like oh i love you and now let's get back to work yeah (laughs) but there were giggles a little bit on the inside for sure definitely um so for our hiatus uh, one of the things we had were my family and i went on our summer vacation which is our first vacation since covid so that was really nice and as we've discussed before we went to yellowstone and spent a lot of good time together and had fun um, i wrapped up my summer semester at school uh, we've been doing some work on the house we've just had a lot of that going on the last few weeks of gage's summer vacation kind of you know getting him geared up to start back to school we we were all sort of like it felt like we were sort of ending a season to get ready to kind of start this new season. It was the perfect downtime. 
So on your vacation, tell us a little bit about where you decided to go and some of the things that you did. Yeah, we, we stayed in Cody, Wyoming, and we spent a couple of days in Yellowstone National Park. It takes a couple of days to see all of Yellowstone. That place is insane. And then while we were there, we did a lot of other fun stuff. We went and saw like a night rodeo and we did a rafting trip on the Shoshone River and the boys did a fishing expedition we did a lot of just laying around, which was nice, even though we kind of laughed about it, right? Because we could lay around at home. But there's something about laying around <laughs> somewhere else that just feels good. So we did a lot of that. You and I talked on an episode before we took our hiatus about how I think my husband and child would love to vacation with you. <laughs> yes, we did talk about that. Yellowstone is something that they want to do. They would love to visit and see national parks mm -hmm. and go hiking mm -hmm. and RVing. Mm -hmm. And nothing sounds more horrible. None of that's on your bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> There is no part of that that screams self-care, vacation, right. relaxing, kanji, <laughs> none of it. You know, you have to know who you are. You got to know what does it for you. That's okay. It's yeah. just different. <laughs> so are you watching the TV show Yellowstone as well? No, no. I hear about that show all the time. And I think there are a few seasons in and people tell me like, oh, you should watch it. You should watch it. But I'm one of those lately. I think I'm more of a let's let it end and then I'll go back and watch it 10 years after the fact. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched that one yet. Which is surprising because you are a binge watcher. I am a binge watcher, but I'm kind of a, I binge watch after the fact. <laughs> is binge watching TV one of the things that you do to kind of maintain this ritual of self-care in your life, in your in your busy world yeah. as it is? Is that something that you do? Yeah, binge watching TV is probably one of my go-to downtime activities for sure. I'm not sure how much it's serving me these days. Like I've really been thinking about how much it like does it really replenish me or is it just downtime for my brain mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's a little different yeah well i mean we can take a step back so when we think about self-care for so long so many of us thought it was about brunch and massages bubble, and bubble baths that's right but i think self-care is exactly like what you said mm -hmm. tara it's about replenishment mm -hmm. it's about taking part in things that are going to replenish and nourish our souls mm -hmm. and that will make us feel ready to conquer all of this craziness that is in the world. Right. Right. And now as we are entering fall and we've sent our kids back to school, it's this new season and it's a busier season for a lot of us who are doing the parenting thing, mm -hmm. right? Because in the summertime, there is a lull and yes. there is, well, for most of us. Yes. I was doing homework on our vacation, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing vacation, right? I know. When the boys went on their fishing trip, I'm like, okay, I can get this paper done. I was like, I'm doing this wrong. I, I don't know why I'm doing it this way. <laughs> but I don't think there is a right or wrong no. way. Mm -mm. There is no right or wrong way to do self-care. It's about maximizing joy mm -hmm. and finding those activities that will help to center you, right? Mm -hmm. yep. And that bring about emotional well-being and wellness. Yeah, We have this conversation a lot on the microphone here on the show, but also offline as we figure out why it is that we even need self-care. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, yes. I mean, and, and I'd be curious to hear from you, like what are some of the reasons you think that self-care is so important for you and why it is that you make sure that you make time for it? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. This is just for me personally, but I think anybody that knows me or listens to me on the show or has met me in real life knows that I run pretty hard most of the time, right? I'm 
always into something and my time's always pretty booked. And and if I don't make a conscious effort to pencil in time to take care of myself, then I usually end up in a pretty bad headspace, right? Because, mm. you know, we've talked about this. We spend so much time not only taking care of people outside, right? Taking care of our kids, taking care of our husbands, making sure everybody's getting everything they need. And then I'm like running a race internally because I'm always trying to, you know, win the next best thing or be the next best thing or, you know, it's just an inherent trait I have. When I do that, I, I mean, I can really hurt myself if I don't consciously sit down and make sure I'm doing some things that just fill me up for the sake of doing that, not to win an award or do for others, but it's just for me. It's just so important for my own mental health. One of those things I think that you did for you Mm -hmm. this last week was going to a concert. Isn't that right? I did. I went to a concert that this week I sure did. It was the first one since COVID Mm -hmm. and it was outdoor, which was kind of nice. But yes, I took one of my best friends from high school. We went and saw Alanis Morissette. It's the 25th anniversary of Jagged Little Pill, her first album. And uh, listen, 16-year-old Tara had a really good time last night. <laughs> Tara, 2021, <laughs> you are right. aging yourself. I don't care. <laughs> First, there's the Welcome Back Carter <laughs> reference. Right. And now you're talking about Jagged Little Pill. I own my age 100%. And I felt like a teenager at that show. I mean, we were scream singing, like we were back in the car with our best friends. I, it was amazing. My husband and I saw Alanis Morissette, Alanis, Alanis, I'm not sure. I don't know either. <laughs> um, we saw her in concert back at Madison Square Garden. You did? Mm-hmm. Amazing. So back when we were dating, the Rolling Stones was the headlining okay. act. Okay. And she opened for the Rolling Stones. Really? Yes. She sounds amazing in person. I mean, her voice is incredible. Absolutely. It sounds exactly like it did 25 years ago. <laughs> but there's a whole generation of parents who probably have never even heard of Alanis Morissette. That can't be true. You don't think so? No. Mm-mm. Podcast family. <laughs> will you settle this debate for us, please? That would be good to know. But taking that time away from your mm-hmm. family, especially at the end of a week where we sent our kids back to school. Right. So our kids had the first week of school. How did it feel intentionally making that time and separating and going off with one of your girls? It felt great. I mean, it's interesting that you asked that because when I think about it, like all the lead up to it, I was on the fence about like, I don't know, it's a, you know, it's a late night on the front, you know, I don't know if I should, I'm tired. You know, I have all this tug, back and forth tug about actually doing it. And then when I got there, I mean, we just had the best time. I mean, it's always worth it, but it it always cracks me up that I have this back and forth with myself anytime I make an effort to put myself on the calendar. I'm all like, I don't know if I should, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, but it was great. We had so much fun. And one of the things that you're touching on is the fact that When we engage in things that are for us, Mm -hmm. for us, it seems selfish. Yes. And it can be seen as selfish, but I actually would like to say that I think it's selfless. I think it is the most selfless thing that we could do is by making sure that we are whole, we are okay, Mm -hmm. because we do need to be there for so many people around us. Right. You know, um, we hear the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I used to be a flight attendant. I was a flight attendant for five years before I went to law school. And it's true. You have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you put the oxygen mask on other people. Mm. And when we were on the airplanes, I remember very vividly 
a passenger said to me, he's like, I think that's ridiculous. It was a male who's traveling by himself. <laughs> and I was doing the safety demonstration. So this was back again. Now I'm aging myself. <laughs> this was, um, I was a flight attendant before we had the video screen. So back then, oh. we flight attendants had to stand in the aisles mm-hmm. and do the safety demonstration yeah. with our own oxygen masks and our own um, seatbelts. Mm-hmm. And I was doing the safety demonstration and I had a man sitting on the aisle and he was a business traveler traveling by himself. And he looked at me and he said, that's terrible parenting to put the mask on first and not on their child. And I looked at him and I said, why would you say that? And he said, because no one's going to watch their kids suffer. And I said, but you have to think of it this way, sir. Let's just say that you put the mask on the child and then in a couple of seconds, you lose cabin pressure and don't have the energy, the ability to put it in on yourself. I said, if you don't put it on yourself first, you will not be able to take care of anyone else. And he thought about it. He's like, oh, so you're preparing for something really, really bad to happen. I was like, listen, if these oxygen masks deploy, (laughs) something really bad has already happened. 100%. (laughs) So when it gets to that point and we automatically would like to think like, oh, no, no, we have to give to everyone else or we have to do for our kids first. Mm. Listen, you might not be in a position to give to your kid if you hit empty, if Mm. you get to a point where you just can't breathe. Yeah. So I think it's selfless to kind of give, do, be for myself first. And then I kind of will be able to give and do and be for people around me. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. And that's why whenever I'm struggling with the back and forth, I always turn to Kanji to remind me. <laughs> Don't do that. That I'm being selfless. <laughs> <laughs> only, t- only turn to Kanji if you need some Alanis Morissette scenes. <laughs> Listen. Both. Both things are good. I will... Still to this day, uh-huh. try to sing along with every lyric. Oh, ma'am, you got to go watch my videos because you can hear me. You can hear me. <laughs> it is awful and so much fun at the same time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait to follow you on social media <laughs> yeah. and listen to that. Go check absolutely, it out. absolutely. So, we've been talking about me. We've been talking a lot about what I did on my hiatus mm-hmm. and my self care, but you tell me what you were up to. Yeah. So, the three weeks without you. Pretty much what I did for most of it was I missed you. I did just miss you a little (laughs) too much. And I missed the routine. Yes. I really like structure and I like routine. And so when we decided to step back from the mics to give ourselves some time to spend with our families and to focus on on work and some household things that were going on, it was hard. It was hard for me to adjust to that. (laughs) But um, we also did a short trip. We decided as a family to go down to San Antonio Mm -hmm. and we did a a long weekend getaway there and and did a resort with some water slides. Roman just started seventh grade and seventh grade, they studied Texas history. So we decided to take advantage of the fact that um, we were so close to San Antonio Mm -hmm. and took that time to go down to the river walk and did a riverboat cruise and we went to the Alamo. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I, neither of us are from Texas, and we realized that we probably should have gone on this tour with him and also probably need to take Texas history because (laughs) he was asking us questions about the Alamo. And I was like, "Mm, I don't really know. I think it was like, why did they say remember the Alamo? And I was like, "Mm, oh, you didn't know the story. Mm -mm. Let me ask you this, though. So this is an interesting little sidebar, always our fun sidebars. So you grew up in California. Yes. Do you study California history? We in absolutely do. You do. Okay. Yes. I always wonder, like, are we the only state that does that? <laughs> because 
because we are hardcore about Texas history here. Yes. And I said, <laughs> I think that you need to really get a leg up on this course yeah. because your dad and I are not going to be Nothing any at home. Nothing. <laughs> Zero. Like everything I know about Texas history is- you Send them to my house. No, it's from that TV show, Dallas. Oh, <laughs> That is not Texas history. How dare you? South Fork. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And again, oh, another reference from the 70s. It It's weird how much we remember, but but watching old TV shows is mm-hmm. something that I really enjoy. And again, I digressed a little we bit. Digressed. We digressed. Okay, so like, he went to the Alamo. You were in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So we did the resort. And again, similar to you, I like just relaxing and being away from home. Yeah. The way that that makes me feel, it's just when I'm home, even if I'm supposed to be off right like not working or not supposed to be doing anything there's always something that can be done yes i can be organizing the closets Mm -hmm. or cleaning the bathrooms or doing things around the house so i never really feel like i can just completely rest and relax same but being at that resort and sitting poolside oh i relaxed nice i was able to rest good Um, and this was um during our time off I actually had to travel for work some. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to travel to Austin, Texas and reconnect with some colleagues and coworkers there. And this is a new job I'm in. As you mentioned, I started this new job back in April. And so I had never met any of my colleagues in person. Yeah. So this was my first time um, traveling to the office and meeting some colleagues. And then I went to the Bay Area and was able to meet some colleagues there as well. Um, and this, of course, is before the Delta variant mm. kind of paused life again. yeah a little bit a little, little groundhog's bit. day a little bit a little bit yeah and then of course this last week we sent our kids back to school which felt very groundhog's day it did i mean we're talking about masks again mm-hmm. quarantining, quarantining again. again it's a lot testing and 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 we live in north texas where our school district did not mandate masks, mm-hmm. but gave the option for kids under, I think it was kids kindergarten through sixth grade. Under 12, that's Under right. 12 mm-hmm. to, um, to attend virtually for a six or nine week period mm-hmm. because they're not able to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I share with you and podcast family, um, our son is in seventh grade and he has been fully vaccinated. So we were more comfortable sending him back to school, but also- Encouraging him to wear a mask even when he's at school, not only for himself, but to keep his classmates and teachers around him safe. Right. I mean, your son is not old enough to get vaccinated, Tara. So he's not. So what was this decision process like for you? And then you're in a different school district. What was the decision that that school district landed on? So our school district is also not mandating masks, but strongly recommending them for children under 12 that haven't been vaccinated or children just haven't been vaccinated, obviously. I mean, we did not consider virtual this year because it just went so badly for us last year. So we knew he was going to school regardless. We had to have a conversation with him because last year masks were required and this year they're not. So I had to talk to him about, hey, some of your friends may not be wearing them, you know, but you have to wear your mask. And I don't feel as, I don't know if it's just fatigue. I don't feel as wound up as I did last year, but I'm still there's still a big undercurrent of concern. You know, we've talked about Gage's respiratory issues and, you know, I can't get him vaccinated yet. So, you know, there's that, but I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's just, I don't know the word I'm looking for, trauma fatigue or whatever, but I'm kind of like, you know, we're just sending him off with the mask. We're doing everything we can to keep him safe and we're just going to pray it stays that way. Has he been wearing his mask in school? <laughs> yes. 
he says he does. Although, you know, the first day of school, they posted a picture on Facebook of the fifth graders and there was Gage, no mask. And I, <laughs> so I get home, I'm like, hey man, like I saw you at school. But he's like, no, no, it was PE. You know, we take it off to run. And, and I, he did that last year. So I wasn't surprised by that, but I was like, are you for real right now? He's like, no, mom, I swear I wore it. I go, it's not even near your face. Like, where was it? <laughs> I was just, I mean, you know, so again, it's, it's kind of like anything with kids. You send them out of the house and you hope they make good choices, mm-hmm. but you just do the best you can. So there we are. Engage is learning a really important lesson <laughs> about social media. Mama it's, knows everything. And mom. <laughs> Mama's eyes are everywhere. You cannot hide from me. Yeah. I just would like us to remind each of us and each other that we are in this new season, which seems a lot like the old season, Mm -hmm. but to continue to extend grace because we are all struggling with what's the right decision for our families and for our children. Yeah. But what works for me might not work for you and it may not work for the person across the street. How do we then you know, make sure that we remind our kids to be gentle with our feelings and Mm. and to be respectful of other people and their opinions and just to practice being as safe as they possibly can, right? Right. And that's what I think is, is as I'm trying to teach and instill in Roman, like it's important for you to learn how to practice self-care and be responsible for your own self and your own emotional and physical well-being. Mm -hmm. One of the things that you need to do is just to be mindful Mm -hmm. of everything and everyone around you. Right. And this, as you're talking and I'm listening to you, I'm having complete deja vu because listeners, if you've been with us the entire time, we are almost word for word having the exact same conversation (laughs) we had on our very first episode, which you can go listen to if you want to hear what we talked about last year. If you go follow us on our platforms, listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, you can go check that episode out. It's so strange to be having the exact same conversation a year later. A year later. Yeah. None of us thought we would be here. No, not at all. Wow. I want to go back and listen to that. I'm t- remember, I mean, you, I don't. you two sentences you said that I'm like, I think she said this exact same thing to me a year ago. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. We all know. It's the same. It's the same lesson, no matter same, what. Right? It's the we're same all, conversation. All teaching our kids, you know, we're all trying to teach them how to do this thing all the time, whether it's COVID or just making better choices or being conscious of what's going on around them. I mean, this is just a conversation you're going to have in general, but it's very funny that we're having it again about the exact same subject. (laughs) And I wouldn't be surprised if I'm using the same sentences because we all know that my vocabulary is limited to probably 73 words. (laughs) That's not true. Mm. You you have good sentences and when you get good ones, you keep (laughs) them. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. That's kind of it. So we talked a little bit about, um, as we get ready to wrap up this episode, We talked a little bit about some of the things that you do Mm -hmm. to practice self-care. And again, I mentioned for me, it's kind of disengaging, spending time with myself and doing the things that I enjoy that don't really get done when I'm in my normal sphere, right? Environment, Environment. right. Kind of change environment. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that you would encourage your kid to do and Mm -hmm. also some things and activities you might encourage other mothers or parents to do on their journey? Oh, that's interesting. For Gage... I'm very conscious this year, just as he's getting older, and this is our last year before middle school, I really sat down as school was starting and got very intentional about making a list of like the activities we're going to focus on for the first half of the year. Because in the past, I've been really bad about just overloading us, like wanting him to be able to do all the things all the time, and it ends up stressing both of us out, right? So this semester, I sat down before school started and 
I picked a couple of activities. I asked him, like, what would you want to focus on? And I just got him signed up for like two things. And then I made sure he has lots of like quiet evenings and lots of good downtime on the weekend. So I'm trying to do for him what I need to do a better job of for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not overextending. And then the other thing Gage and I both talked about coming out of our vacation is that we really enjoyed being outside. You know what I mean? Like we just talked about, first of all, we live in a city and Dallas doesn't have a whole lot of natural landmarks to see, you know, there's no mountains and stuff here, but there's lakes and there's good hiking trails. So he and I both talked about how we'd like to spend more time outside. We think that it really did a lot for our mental health. And we're going to try to like maybe once a month plan a hike or maybe a trip to the lake to just get away and change our environment. That's good. Yeah. I I think I I felt you, I felt it so deeply when you were talking about over scheduling, because sometimes mm-hmm. I feel as though as parents, we're Goldilocks and we either schedule too many things on our kids right, calendar, right. or not enough. Mm. So either they're overwhelmed for a season or they're completely um, underwhelmed and sitting on the couch or in front of their devices yeah. for too many hours. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, how are you going to find the balance in their schedule? Make it just right. For me and our situation, one of the things I realize as I look back is I have encouraged Roman to continue to do the things that he's really good at. Mm -hmm. And as I've seen him do certain things, if he's not good at it, I haven't encouraged it as much. Mm. Um, And I think that that's something also that I do. I'm so used to engaging in activities because I want to be successful at them. Yes. Rather than just engaging in activities that I enjoy. So for me, I am a horrible artist. I cannot draw for anything. You, <laughs> Tara, so you're sitting in a room mm-hmm. and I want you to take a look over my shoulder. See that horrible picture of a cow? It's a great picture of a cow. You're like, that's a cow? No, I knew that's a cow. That's great. So that you did that? I did that. You did just fine. That's perfect. It's horrible. Please. But I enjoyed doing it, but yeah. never went back and did another art class because mm. I, I was like, I don't feel like I did well. Yes. And so what I want to try to do is to encourage him and also to encourage myself to start to just do things because I like doing them, not because either I'm good at it or because there is some sort of a goal or reward, just for the implicit joy of doing it Mm. and being okay with maybe not doing it well, like taking a couple of dance classes Mm -hmm. or um, going and and involving myself in theater and and things like that, that I might not be really great at. Mm -hmm. But who knows if it gives me if it sparks joy in mm-hmm. my life? Then yes, there it is. Yeah, I call that uh, for fun and for free. I'm a big believer in doing things for fun and for free. I never heard that before. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love it too. I do it. I use it in two ways. Number one, I use it for things that I do that are just for fun and not for rewards. And I also, uh, if I'm going to do things for other people, I try to make sure I'm doing it for fun and for free, and I'm not attaching. Uh, outcomes to it. <laughs> oh. So as we know, I love alliteration. Yes. This will be it. So this is my season. I'm totally going to bite off of what you just Steal did. Steal it. <laughs> Kanji's fall is about fun and free. That's right. Festivities. Fun and free festivities. For the fall. For the fall. I, we're going to have to write that we're gonna down. We're going to make it out? Yes, yeah, so we're going to do that. Okay. That, <laughs> that sounds good. But we also have so many fun and free episodes. There's a yeah. Coming up on the podcast. So as we have launched season two, mm-hmm. wanted to say thank you again for rocking and rolling with us podcast family. This is all possible because of you. And we hope that each and every week that you find something, some snippet, some nugget from something that 
either Tara or I or one of our guest moms are saying that resonates with you. But we have some really, really good, relevant, informative, and important topics coming up, like how we can parent through loss. Mm. Mm, that's going to be a really deep one, but also necessary to hear. And what's some other things that we're going to be talking about, T? Uh, we have a really good one coming up with a guest that I'm very excited about, about teaching kindness to our kids mm. and the importance of that. I hope we can also talk about how we can raise kids that we like. We've talked about this a few times. It's come up and I've thought about it a lot and I can't wait to have that conversation. Yeah, I'm very excited about that one. Um, another one that I'm really excited to talk about as we look at how diverse this country is growing with the recent release of the new census report and the diverse population, especially of those under age 18, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about raising and parenting biracial children. I'm excited about that and, one. And raising kids in multiracial society. So yeah. please make sure that you are following us so you can listen to some of these episodes we have coming up like i said earlier you want to hit follow on all those platforms you want to check us out on social media we're always posting fun updates there and poll questions for you guys at black and white Momcast on instagram reach out to us if you've got ideas for the new year we're still taking them and putting our plan together so we'd love to hear from you too thank you so much for joining us on this and as we get ready to wrap up this episode of talking about self-care and self-love um, selflessness and soul care a quote that I came across that I just wanted to share with our entire family before we wrap up is to remember this one thing. You don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. So make sure that you guard your health, physical, spiritual, and mental, and that you guard your soul with all that you can and all that you have. With that being said, podcast family, know that we are back and we will be back next week. Same time, same place. Enjoy this week. Take good care.